0: Almost forgotten we are in a great
1: walk. Catholic comedy
0: battle of the forces of good and the forces of evil. Today we are beginning either to domesticate the devil or else to deny him. God's definition of himself is
2: I am who I am. The devil's definition of himself is I
0: am who I am not. He is most powerful when he is denied.
2: Good morning. Welcome to the War College. I'm your host, Ruben Nava. I'm filling in for Jesse Romero today. We also have a a special guest with us, um, Ernie Lopez. You may have seen him on the show before. He's uh, He's got some a military background. He's also running the, the St. Michael's Prayer Shield, which is a powerful uh, group of uh, warrior men that uh, just, they are lighting it up and uh, putting to shame a lot of you who think that uh, your prayer life is is deep. I'm, I'm included with that. <laughs> so, and then, Dan, Doctor Dan, it's great to be with you this morning. And um, today, we're going to be talking about how angels and demons um, communicate with us. So, how you been, guys?
0: Ah, outstanding, Ruben. Good. How you been?
2: Great. Everything's good.
0: You're ten eight, right?
2: I'm ten eight. I'm eight for Jesus. That's right.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That. What, what's the military version of that? Uh, we're not ten eight.
1: We're all the way, sir all the way
0: all the way we are all the way on station nice or or we would say in an aviation on slope on glide path just cruising right down looking for the landing zone
2: all in huh we're
0: on target we're all in yeah yeah hey i got something here i wanted to read ruben yes this somebody shared with, a priest shared this with me recently it's saint basil the great doctor of the church because people sometimes say yeah the spiritual warfare stuff you know you guys are just ex-military ex-law enforcement guys uh, this is this is not the uh, you know not for everybody. It's it's not the language of the church, etc. Don't forget when when in the old in the old ritual and some bishops still do it when they confirm uh, a young person or confirm any Christian, he gives him a slap on the face. That's symbolic of hey man man up wake up. This is you're inching into a spiritual battle. But this is a doctor of the church from the fourth century. He lived uh, he was he was late early three hundreds to to late four early four mid four hundreds. It's it's entitled "Be attentive to yourself," and he goes through different walks of life. That um, in the church of the living God, there are hunters, travelers, architects, builders, farmers, shepherds, athletes, soldiers. The hunters. He he quotes scripture. Uh, the hunter sent by the Lord. Behold, I'm sending many hunters. They will win and they uh, will hunt them atop every mountain. Be a careful, attentive to yourself, lest perhaps the prey flee from you, being caught by the word of truth. Those made savage by evil may be led to the Savior. The traveler, be like the one who prayed, make my steps straight. Be attentive to yourself. Don't get lost, basically. To the Mm -hmm. builder, watch what you build on, not wood or hay or straw, but gold, silver, precious stones. The shepherd, be attentive, lest any of your duties as a shepherd escape your notice. And what are these? Lead Lead back the stray, bind up the broken, heal the sick. The farmer, dig around the unfruitful fig tree and place there what will help its fruitfulness. The soldier, share in the sufferings for the gospel. Fight the good fight against the spirits of evil, against passions of the flesh. Take up the full armor of the spirit. Do not be entangled in the business of life, that you may please the one who has made you a soldier. 2 Timothy 2.4 To the athlete, be attentive to yourself, lest perhaps you transgress any of the athletic rules. For nobody is crowned if he does not strive lawfully. 2 Timothy 2.51 Imitate Paul and run, wrestle and box. Like a good boxer, keep the gaze of your soul undistracted. Shield your vital organs by putting your hands in front of them. Let your eye look intently toward your opponent. In the race, stretch forward to what lies ahead. Run so that you may obtain. In wrestling, struggle against the invisible opponents. Such a one, the word wishes you to be throughout your life, not frightened nor lying idle, but soberly and vigilantly watching over yourself.
2: Wow, I'm fired up, Dan.
0: <laughs> if that did not get you fired up, I'm yeah. I'm not sure you're listening to the right podcast. You might you, there might be something out there that just plays really kind of background water waterfall sounds that, that you feel good. This this is about soldiering up and getting us ready for the spiritual combat. So uh,
2: yep, anyway, 100%. a percent.
0: A priest said that to me. So there's some there's some good militant priests out there that that we're in contact with that we work with that that, that get it that get it. And it appeals to us as athletes, as soldiers, as external law enforcement, yep. you know, as hunters, mm-hmm. uh, it just appeals to us as men. So anyway, I thought I'd read that. I thought you guys might enjoy that today.
2: Yeah, that was good. That was good. Any comments on that, Ernie? Uh,
1: I I'm pretty motivated after listening to that. I thought it was awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, the very rule of Benedict, the first, the, 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 the prologue of St. Benedict, the first word is listen. The, the, the Latin, ob odiens, to put your ear under, obey, right? To the, to, the, to, the, to the teachings of your master, of your father. And then it says, this is the road that you chose under which to soldier for Christ. You will militate and soldier under this rule. And this is why what we do at Libra Cristo, it's a monastic. We, 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 we find that the demon responds to the imposition of order as much as to the, to the prayers themselves. So imposing an order, every athlete has order in his life. There's certain meals that he eats. There's certain uh, 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 training that he does. We've got to have, we've got to restore discipline. This is what the guys in the shield do. Um, they, they have discipline and putting that discipline in your prayer life. You have a life order to prayer. Things are ratcheting up out there in the world. It's getting crazy, especially now with the Roe v. Leak. Uh, we have to have, we have to have a soldierly approach. A disciplined approach to our spiritual lives. Otherwise, we just kind of go on the whim of our emotions. Whatever feels good, we do it. Yeah. And if we and if we don't have the feeling of emotion, we try to find that prayer form or that prayer meeting or that prayer leader that's going to lay hands and it's going to make us feel better and have some emotional satisfaction as opposed to the objective reality of grinding it out, what we call smash mouth Catholicism. Just going to the confession, praying litanies, doing all this, doing all these prayers and growing closer to God to the tradition, the traditional practices of the church.
2: Mm that's good uh yeah you know there's a there's uh its father baltazar Al- Al- alvarez he he said that prayer without mortification is either an illusion or lasts but for a short time and saint ignatius asserts that a mortified christian acquires a more perfect un- union with god in, in a quarter of an hour's prayer than an unmortified soul does by praying for man hours Hence, whenever he heard that one spend a great deal of time in prayer, he said, "It's a sign that he practices great mortification." So, yeah, the 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 people who are out there in the battle they have to incorporate that mortification in their in their lives, not just you know, not just you know, praying your beads and and kind of checking the boxes. I did this, I did this, you know. So,
0: th- yeah, and I think too, uh, um, that's a great point. You're not just checking the boxes. You're not just reading to God vocal prayer what we're talking about like our spiritual warfare prayers whether it's uh, you know let's let's not forget too when our lady gave the rosary to saint dominic she said do you know what kind of weapon for this warfare that i am giving you this she said is a battering ram a battering ram and and so how can it be a battering ram we're just Knocking off words and reading to God, or just reciting these things to God, you have to engage the interior self. Mm. When you're praying these these uh, meditative prayer, the monastic uh, tradition of Lexio Divina or sacred or holy readings, you enter into the scene of Scripture or the scene of your Rosary, and you engage in the intellect, Mm. in your mind, in your imagination, and also the will. And you can project those prayers over whatever situation you're praying for, calling down the mysteries of God. You know, this is part of the discipline, you have to have the discipline of mental prayer, if you ever have the hopes of going into deeper levels of prayer, uh, uh, and, and have your prayer becoming more efficacious, we've got to grind it out, but you also engage the whole person. Technically speaking, mental prayer has consideration attention and resolution you consider the mystery you're not just you're not just doing the the the, the rosary auction right Hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee you know like you're praying the auction you 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 consider the mystery you're engaging the intellect so first the intellect engages the body engages through the fingers and through the lips and saying the prayers but then you 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 uh, um you uh, you apply how does this apply to me? How does this mystery or this scripture that I'm reading, how does it apply to me in my life? How what is the Lord speaking to me through this? Uh, how, how can I apply this to my life? And then finally, resolution. This is these are the changes that I'm going to make. This is what I'm going to do as a result of the fruit of this prayer. Consideration, application, resolution. These are the this is the form of mental prayer, just like a, you know, when you ever go to the range, you guys are both uh, handled weapons many times in your life and you'll see somebody go to the range and they always want to do the the little gangster kill shot, you know, (laughs) or they lean back at, you know, their body's in the weird, some weird position. There's, there's a form, there's a body form. There's a movement of the hands. there's There's, there's, there's muscle memory involved to being accurate, especially when your life depends on it uh, and law enforcement or military, same thing in prayer. There's a form to it. We have to, we have to re- restore that. So many Catholics are now saying, well, I'm I'm going to go do censoring prayer. I'm going to do these Eastern forms and yoga and these other things. Um, but I always say very simply before you reject the entire Western tradition of prayer and, and embrace some, some other prayer form from the East, um, uh, that's non-Christian and pagan at its root. At least look at and learn what it means to pray as a Catholic, as a pray as a Christian. What is the tradition of Christian prayer? Go back, read John, read Saint Teresa of Avila, you know John of the Cross. Read these great writers. What did Benedict say about prayer and Lexio Divina? Before you reject it outright, yep. so we have to we have to get back to our tradition. Uh, um, of 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 prayer and 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 these other things
2: yeah when we're just sorry
0: that was that was a sidebar i didn't mean
2: to no it's all right that's all right it was good well you know when i just reminded me uh, of what some of our protestant friends uh accuses of of the um vain repetition when we're just you know they probably see have seen catholics that are just doing that just you know Hail Mary for the grace like you said the auction the auction rosary that was great (laughs) um so anyway let's uh that's that was a good intro, uh, Dan. Let's let's, uh, let's get into wh- how demons and angels talk to us. Let's, and um, so h- how do they? Uh, you know what? We're coming up on our first break. Boy, oh boy, that was quick. All right, hey guys, we'll we'll pick this up. We'll ask some questions to Dan, uh, Ernie. We'll we'll ask uh, Dan some questions on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Don't change that dial. You're- We are back uh with the war college dr dan schneider ernie lopez i'm filling in for uh jesse romero by the way jesse's a little under the weather so uh, if we could all say a prayer for him in fact let's just say a prayer right now um and all you listeners who are out there we're going to say the uh, the uh the hail mary in latin uh in nomine patria fili Spiritus sancti amen Ave Maria, Grazia plena, dominus tecum, Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et Benedictus fructus ventris tu Jesu, Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus noxum et mortis Amen. In nomine Patris Filii Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, um, that was for you, Jess, and uh, I know he's probably listening. So we hope you get better quickly, and um, he'll put, he should be back on Friday. So um, we're we're gonna be talking about how how demons uh, communicate with us, how angels communicate with us. And I guess the first question I have for you, Dan, um, is, is, uh, how do, how do demons, uh, you know, affect the mind? Can they they infiltrate us in our mind?
0: Uh, no, no, sometimes people mistakenly think that angels or demons can read our minds or read our thoughts and it cannot the way that the way the, the angels communicate is through, um, uh what's called illumination or projection so they don't have lips they don't have bodies they don't have you know they're disembodied they're 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 um, pure spirit and so they communicate through projection and so this is the way the angels were created they were created to communicate through through the higher choirs would communicate to the lower choirs who uh, the beatific vision the lowest choir lowest to us would 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 pass up and take it back into the into to the highest choir back before the throne of god so it's through this holy procession of illumination and projection this is the way they communicate to projection they have an absolute knowledge of what they you know you and i have to look at an eyeball and say well a human eye is like this we know about it therefore the dog eye looks like this and we learn through abstraction they have a perfect knowledge a complete understanding according to their mission given by god they know every every constituent part uh every language ever spoken etc cetera um so when they communicate they communicate through projection now um the way the demons what's dangerous with the demons, which is why we, we profess this monastic way to battle uh, to do spiritual combat and pulling back from the world is that, that the angels have what father ripper calls they have access or the demons have access to our what he calls the data set in the imagination uh the data set of our memories and often those memories are are, are, are attached and, and, and co-joined with emotions and so they can't control our thoughts they, they can't manipulate our thoughts unless we give them full access we can surrender that yes but they can project into the imagination through images mm. they can distort images they can place some down and raise some up they can find images mm. right um so whatever whatever those images in the imagination or, or own experiences or movies you've watched or your own experiences Etc. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example. I was at the Adoration Chapel. And this is not to say that this is diabolic. I'm just saying how the memory works. So, I was at the Adoration Chapel, and I hear in the distance a whining sound, right? And now, not that my my ears are as good as they used to be, but I hear this sound in the distance. And for an instant, it had the exact same air raid sound mm. as when there's an, when, as when there's an you know when you're on some mobile installation and in the air raid and there's an air raid siren going off because there's in, incoming rounds. Have you ever heard that sound before, you can't unhear it. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the adoration chapel and I hear this sound and it's, and it's, and, and instantly I was, I was instantly, I was in a different place. I could, I was, I was suddenly thinking about something totally different. Yeah. And then as I, and I was thinking about Iraq and when this instant happened, you know, one time when this, this happened over there, whatever. And then I listened a little more intently and it was somebody in the church playing the vacuum. I mean, using the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're vacuuming the carpet. Yeah. So, but that memory triggers. And so um, it's, a, but it's what you do with the trigger. So if, if you were abused, for example, by somebody who was, you know, had, had, drove a green truck and wore a camouflage hat and had a Fu Manchu mustache, all the demon has to do is cycle some that with those attributes in front of you, and you would trigger that memory. And that memory now is associated uh, with the emotion and that's how he can start to project into your imagination mm. some people just have a complete open door that, this is why the memories need to be healed through mental prayers we discussed in the last segment yeah
2: i had an uncle that was a couple uncles that were in vietnam and uh and one of them i, I was cleaning out his garage uh, you know one day and and i came across his his army jacket actually he was in, he was in the navy but he was on one of those p boats right, uh, right. rivers and stuff so uh, he had this jacket in, in his, his stuff in his garage, and I took it home, washed it, cleaned it up, and I, and I said, "Hey, Uncle, uh, I, I, I cleaned this up for you, man. Do you, do you want it?" And uh, he goes, "Oh, wow!" He 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 put it on, and as soon as he put it on, it was like something just it had it was like something was eating at his back, or he just oh, he took it off so quick because he had that triggered. It triggered right. something, you know. He 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 was uh, you know he had a couple purple hearts, and so. Yeah. I had some, uh, some experiences and the same thing when he, um, yeah, he was, my dad told me a story where he was pulling into a gas station. And there was a car backfired and he hit the, he went down to, to get down and he, bam, smashed his head on the dashboard because he thought he was taking incoming, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I thought about when you said that, uh, the, the triggering. So,
0: yeah. So Ernie, he's worked also with, with, uh, uh soldiers have come back with ptsd and you see this as well right ernie you see that if you're not, if you don't have custody of the mind mm-hmm. and the imagination then you could easily be triggered and if we know that imagine what the demon does with it but go ahead Ernie. I don't I'll interrupt you
1: no no you're right on the money uh dr dr dan um the, they they we we come back with all kinds of uh malformed uh, uh consciences when we come back from war i mean uh you guys uh we're, we're used to we're like a uh, formula one race cars And uh, then they put us on the streets, and now we have to drive, you know, 25 miles an hour, you know. But we're ready to go, you know, as fast as as humanly possible. And uh, these guys, they 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 try to tell them, stop. You need to, uh, you know, follow the laws, you know. For uh, you know the years that they're out there deployed, they had carte blanche to do whatever they needed to do to get the mission done. And these guys are some of the smartest, uh, uh, I mean, best formed guys, but after uh the amount of time in combat your whole perspective changes and your uh i i would say oh well our intellect darkens and uh this is why it's uh again i'll go back to this is why the church is so important mm, yeah that's right so
0: so so ruben so you've got for example there's a, there's a really 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 good book out there called the i think it's called the silent struggle um it's by a Carmelite. Um, sister who's in the carmel in uh, i think nottingham and and outside of london mm-hmm. and and it, she tells the story i don't want to be a spoiler because people might want to buy this book and read it it's a very good book so she but she um, from the age of nine no from the age of three to the age of nine when her grandfather passed away she was sexually abused by her grandfather almost daily wow. and so as as she began after he passed away She now enters into puberty, her body starts forming the sexual values, she starts to mature and um, the thought of sexual value, the feeling of her legs touching each other would trigger uh, memories, really traumatic memories and so she fell into a cycle of anorexia and bulimia her whole life, she actually went into, God called her to Carmel but the bad side of the one reason she didn't want to go to carmel was that in the, in the, in the carmelite monastery you eat whatever served in front of you in the benedictine monastery you eat as much or little as you want but in carmel you eat what they serve you all of it and so so she volunteered to work in the kitchen so she could she didn't have to eat as much and she could hide her addiction um, and her and her obsession with with the bulimia and, and, and anorexia finally she becomes she becomes healed but but her story so and, and, and she comes here by the way that we do in libra christo which is offering your suffering up she saw herself now as one who can offer herself to all those other souls that are have been abused that don't have the grace of god offering her prayers up for all those others that's how she broke it um through 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 uh, vicarious atonement um but but the, the body triggers the memory the memory is attached to the emotion and once that memory and emotion attached you know in, in her case it was bulimia other people it's alcoholism or workaholism or other addictions gambling uh, you know drugs the demon at some point really doesn't care if we've all had we've all had brothers right and the big brother would hold the little brother down and then hold your arm and punch you in the face and what did he say why do you keep hitting yourself well the demon does that He's, he he gives us the trigger. And, and then he lets us beat ourselves up with bulimia, with drug abuse, with sexual addictions and other things. So that's, how the, that's the subtlety of the demon and how the demon can work that emotion, the, the imagination, the emotion and the memory construct, the, 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 what, what would be considered the, in, the intermediate faculties. And this is why it's so important to have custody of the mind. and only comes through prayer and, and, and discipline of the mind and, and the structure of prayer and mental prayer.
2: Well, Dan, would you say that the custody of the mind starts with custody of the eyes yeah, was what you see you take in then it it forms in your mind and and it's gonna come out uh, you know different ways
0: but, yeah you know, let, let, let's love you know you had mentioned that earlier Ruben, uh um because, you know custody of the mind of the eyes are very important at a very basic level this is this is christian man one o one having custody of your eyes right yeah. In Christian woman one-on one what are you going to let into your through your eyes into your mind into your imagination because everything you let in is is entering into that data set
2: mm-hmm. That's right that's right you know you you spoke about um, the imagination and, and Thomas Aquinas explained it that this this is not to be understood as though the imagination itself or the images formed therein were identified with that which appears embodied to the senses of another man but that the demon who forms an image in a man's imagination can offer the same picture to another man's senses so one guy could see one thing and another person is looking at the same thing
0: I see it totally differently yeah yeah yeah, yeah father father uh, and that and that can change father ripper uses it's a, it's a brilliant uh, example for for married people he 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 talks about How, you know, when you're dating this woman and you're getting engaged and she she's got a little laugh that kind of sounds like a snorting little piglet snort. And it's the cutest thing ever when that when she snort, when she laughs, you just make her laugh just to hear the little pig snort. (laughs) Four or five years into marriage, that same laugh is something that suddenly that that is repulsive to you. You can't stand it when she laughs like this. You know, what has changed? Nothing but your perspective right your perspective and the division that comes in now begins the demon now can alter your your thoughts in the sense of the imagination he can project in there and if you take the bait if you take the bait yeah you you that's how he can manipulate and then what thomas says he can habituate he can now habituate your cognition meaning he can just basically do the E.T. Reese's Pieces thing. He can just walk you down, walk you down the path because he knows you're going to grab that Reese's Pieces.
2: Mm, that's that's so good. Yeah. Hey, Ernie, do you want to ask Dan a, a question?
1: Uh, uh, I'd like to put in a little bit on what you guys were saying. Sure. It's like it, it came back to uh, before that when you guys were talking about, you know, soldiering. And, you know, right now you're talking about, you know, we talk about spiritual warfare. But right now, are we talking about bio warfare? Are we talking about? sense warfare are we talking about like uh, emotional warfare that they they militate against us continuously and attack us in this battlefield which is our body and you know like a lot of times we'll talk about demons but i always say look at the demon in the mirror that's the guy you're fighting you know so you know we fight illusions glamour you know make-believe all these things um this is what's going on continuously against us that's all we're wrong with that
2: you're you're so that's so true Yeah, a lot of us we attribute to satan right like uh Philip wilson just say the devil maybe do it well
0: <laughs> geraldine yeah
2: we'll be right back more college coming back to you in the other side of the break love that <laughs> that i don't wake up yep yeah, it is it is well, i
0: wake up and fall in
2: exactly yeah ernie uh you want to go ahead and ask Dan a question the next question here
1: okay uh let's go with uh how do demons communicate uh, how do demons communicate with each other and how do they communicate with us Dan. yeah
0: so they communicate the angels communicate with each other through, through a they have a they have a holy bond with a common with a with a common uh uh um within their own missions and a common love of god to complete the will of god so so they 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 live in a holy solidarity the angels live um the opposite remember an angel fell and became a demon or fallen angel he he retains his rank he retains his 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 uh, um, position in the hierarchy, his power or whatever in that position, but now he begins to militate in the opposite. So, so rather than this holy consol, holy solidarity, they now live. It's like picture how the gangs work. It's based strictly on power and force, and 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 utilizing utilizing using one or another. You'll see this, in, for example, in a, in a session. You'll see a, 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 a larger demon push forth a, a, a different, a lesser demon from front of the exorcist where the exorcist is working on one he backs off and pushes up a different one it's 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 an unholy uh arrangement that they have and they do have a common militation against god and those who bear the mark of god and and that that what attracts them to us um are our behavior pattern breaks right pattern breaks that are anything that we do, say and do that are that is inconsistent with the indelible mark of baptism that's that's what attracts them to us so you know you you get up you you do these certain prayers and you're you're disciplined about it but then on the way home from work you you know we're talking about the lord today and spiritual warfare and all of us decide to go meet up at hooters later right or down you know because we just need a little me time or go down to the strip club or look at pornography these are pattern breaks these are these are behaviors inconsistent with the indelible mark of baptism. So that's what attracts them to us and create vulnerabilities to us.
2: Mm, so good. That's so. Um, but once the, what can they do to us though? Dan, can they uh, they cause us to? I mean, we have free will. So how how do the demons? What can they do to us uh, with regard to our free will?
0: Well going back to the last segment on 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 the goal isn't just to mess with us the goal is to habituate Mm -hmm. um to habituate our thoughts and through our thoughts our wills and so they can they can they you know what what does sin the catechism said the twofold effect of sin is to, to to darken the intellect and weaken the will so when the angel can lead the fallen angel the demon can lead us into sin then our we lower our shield and we don't we're not protected and we're now we don't think reason reasonably, and our will isn't strong to resist evil. ultimately, the, the, the goal is to is to weaken our darken the intellect and weaken the will to where we become habituated in our actions and our thoughts, and and they can very easily manipulate what we do uh, um, you know in, in, in the life of sin. and, and so doing the end game is, is to get us into mortal sin and and take us to hell with them.
2: yeah lose that interior piece uh, that, uh, that that can only be found out uh, coming back to uh, to the confessional. And uh, that's, that's a powerful uh, sacrament, by the way.
0: Yeah. This, this is why in the, in the, how do you catch it early? Right. Um, in the, in the, we kind of gloss them over and no one, you know, and they, you don't see them in their office of readings or anything, the divine office. Um, but the, impre- what's called the imprecatory Psalms. And, um, Psalm 137 says, happy is the one who seizes your infants and dashes them against the rocks. The infants of my enemies, blessed is he who smashes them against the rocks. And it's like, wow, that's harsh language. That's harsh language. In the monastic tradition, the Christian monastic tradition of the West and, and the early Eastern monastic tradition, they saw this as what is the enemy? Who is our enemy? The enemy is the devil, right? And And what are the babies, the vices? associated with the diabolic these movements of sin within us but but they say dash them against the rock crush their skulls while they are little right before they grow into a great strong warrior an enemy crush these movements early you see the early movements of lust you have mm-hmm. to crush it early You see the early movements uh, of of despair crush it early catch it early and dash it against the rock and what does the rock we know the rock is a biblical symbol for God. The rock is Christ, says Saint Paul, mm-hmm. crushing these passions, these these early movements, catching them early because the demon will just try to get them early to try to. I mean, try they try to they're gonna, they're going to start very small, but catching them early is very important. This mm-hmm. is why discipline is so important.
2: Yeah, that reminded me of uh, one one of my buddies uh was he 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 took uh, some a shotgun blast to his face. They sniped him from down below, down uh, down the street from an alley. Four, thank God they were using bird shots. so he it didn't kill him, but he got a, a pellet in the back of his eyes. He still hasn't; they still haven't taken it out because it could blind him. But, but anyway, we attacked that gang, and it, it just came to mind because once we we went after him, we went after after him with uh, all all force, you know, and and we hit him from every angle, and we were going after a lot of those were just the. The peripheral guys you know the wannabes and and because then we can squeeze them to get more intel to get to the bigger guys so uh, you know we, we're squishing the small ones so they don't gravitate and and become those uh those leaders in the gang and you know earn their earn their stripes so to speak and, and yeah. so it was it was quite effective because we were hitting them from all angles man for every different from narcotics to well yeah. yeah, all these things be- and,
0: and that's interesting, Ruben, because that's kind of the way spiritual warfare works. That's that's the way when you're dealing with cases of affliction that come to the diocese or come to the society, you have to hit them from every angle, you know? And you and and you and you can't even get to the big ones. The the main guy on the top yeah. floor with yeah. the with the half a dozen pit bulls guarding him you know, you got to get through the lower level guys and you got to get information from all these guys mm-hmm. to to find out exactly who what when where and why how did he get in right how's he going to get out yeah where's uh, the strap you know, yeah, where's the strap what's, <laughs> the, what's that
2: where's the strap located where where are you hiding your guns
0: right yeah yeah so, so that, that's it. but but same thing even at a at a very uh, by analogy you have to start looking at, at at spiritual warfare in this way that we have to start watching uh, you know and and cleaning up uh, our interior selves mm. uh, uh, but this is this is the way again the the unholy alliances formed uh, in the diabolic realm they militate together in this way there's no love between these guys it's gang bangers that brought each other down there's no love between them no. right no they're, 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 but but there's a mutual use and there's a lot of analogy there yeah for us
1: ernie any comments yeah what well, you were talking about the the uh how they communicate like i think it starts with, is to to go off of what dan was saying you know, if it starts with a whisper, you know, crush it, then go to confession. Uh, when you start thinking about these things before you go and you do, you actually, you, you commit the, the sin, go to confession about it, you know, talk to your spiritual director about it. uh, Talk to a priest, talk to someone who's, uh who's uh, well-formed in, in, in the church uh, to, to help you out. Uh, these are, these are the things that really help. Mm.
0: Yeah. 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 So for example, we were, um, we often encounter you know, sexual sin. People are struggling with sexual temptation. And so it's, it's, you, you have to learn to discipline the body as well as the, as the mind through prayer. So, um, you, as Ernie had mentioned earlier, disciplining the body is important. Fasting, um, and doing small mortification. Doesn't definitely be anything tremendous, you know, uh, jumping in a, in a thorn bush like St. Benedict, yeah. um, it can be very simple. Little. Sometimes the smallest mortifications are much harder than the large uh, disciplines. So sometimes the little ones, mortifying small little pleasures that that we, that we that we that we find some satisfaction in. So mortifying the body in some way, fasting, uh, um, getting up more for vigils, um, pilgrimages, these things, um, but also meditation of the mind. One 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 very effective thing is to take the take a crucifix and and meditate. Uh, when you're hit with sexual temptation meditating on the wounded feet of Christ right um it, it's it's a, it's a very powerful tactic because you're linking yourself to Mary Magdalene Mary Magdalene was the one who who washed the feet of Christ right and dried him with her hair this in the tradition of the church according to St. Gregory the Great she, you know she was and scripture says that she was she was uh delivered of seven demons he says this is the fullness of all vices is what they symbolize and she who used sensual oil, oils for sensual purposes, she now uses these oils to anoint the feet of Christ and prepare him for his burial, right? She now does a holy thing. So she's doing an act of reparation centered around the feet of Jesus, which is, in, in biblical language, the locus of discipleship. So through atonement and reparation, she 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 offers, she makes this sacrifice, she humbles herself, she sits at his feet, she weeps, she repents right and the feet of jesus she finds herself at the feet of jesus at the foot of the cross she finds the, the you know in the in the empty tomb it mentions the feet of jesus again um and so she is a good intercessor for sexual temptation and meditating on the wounded feet of christ hmm. in com- combination with mortifying the flesh to start militating against the lower faculties of, of instinct and and desires um you know you see you see the combination of the of the minute of the intellect that is, solid, that is solidified through meditation but also mortification of the flesh of the body it isn't this you know this this oh i'm just going to beat my body um it's this combination it doesn't have to be anything too great it's small little efforts mm. that go a very long way in the spiritual battle
2: yeah as uh, saint alphonsus uh, uh, one of his books he 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 was talking about uh, a certain monk that complained to the abbot theodore that he had contended for eight years with his passions and that's they, still they were not extinguished and then the the abbot replied to him, you complain of this warfare for eight years, and I have spent 70 years in solitude, and during all that time, I have not been for a single day free from assaults of passion. That was the end quote. He, we yeah. shall, you know, So we're going to be subject during our mortal lives to molestation of our passions. But as St. Gregory says, it's one thing to look at these monsters and another to shelter them in our hearts. It's one thing to hear the roar and another to admit them into our souls and suffer them to devour us. So there you go. Um, You're as a priest friend of mine said, you know, you're not going to stop receiving these uh, getting tempted until you're six feet under, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 30 minutes after you're dead, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there you go. All right, man. I can't believe how fast this show is going. Uh, Good to be with you guys. And uh, we're coming up on our, uh, our last break. Join us on the other side. Or work or college. Be right back. The we're back for college. Got a couple of uh, ex-military guys with us, Dr. Dan Schneider, Ernie Lopez, and we're talking about uh, how angels and demons communicate with us. And um we're uh, coming up on another question here for you, Dan. Um Ernie, do you want to go ahead and, and hit Dan with the next question?
1: Sure. Uh how do demons tamper with our mind, Dr. Dan? Yeah. The distorting
0: images, uh um, you know, suggestion, um uh um s- s- usually it's very subtle. Um one of the things, a quick one that you need to learn to shut down very quickly is, is what the catechism calls rash judgment. Um, that's one of the ways I really mess with you. It's, it's, uh, you know, you get it from somebody, um, and, and, and you don't end, you know, and you don't, and, and it, you don't like quite like the tone. And so you're thinking, man, I this they, I bet they're really mad at me. They, if they knew what I was going through, they wouldn't be, uh, doing this. Or I think, Ernie is thinking this. I wonder if Jesse's listening today. I, I I bet Jesse is is um you know thinking this or thinking that. Whenever you step into that realm where you start to think what you think the other person is thinking, you've you've totally you've totally surrendered your reason, right? The rational capacity, and that's a very very quick way for the demon to start manipulating. Other way, other ways too. Again, if you were you know again the, the example of the of the bulimic woman. The 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 rubbing of the her thighs together as she began to 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 grow up was reminded her of the unholy touch of her abuser, right? And so that triggers. So it could be something that radical, or it could be something very subtle. Because again, uh, Ruben, you mentioned uh, uh, peace. Um, Saint Teresa of Avila, the Doctor of the Church says that the demon gets more pleasure robbing a soul in a state of grace of its peace yeah and he does from getting a soul in a state of mortal sin committing another hundred mortal sins because what we have existentially in peace the demon for eternity his existential experiences is one of absolute angst mm-hmm. uh, of regret self-hatred that is anything but peaceful it's something he cannot have the only thing that he has um, that he would envy would be that. Saint Faustina says that the that that the angels, if they could envy, if an angel could envy, he would envy the humans of two things: of suffering, our ability to suffer, and our ability to receive Christ in Holy Communion. So, so they envy the things that we can do in our bodies, and united with Christ. And the demon, I think, uh, um, according to Teresa, is, is envious of that peace. So anything they can do to rob us of our peace.
2: Sounds good. Uh, Dan I often hear uh, I've heard you I've heard Kyle and I've heard uh, um, father Ripperger uh, talk about this or they you've mentioned this term and uh, I think some of the listeners might want to know what you mean by it the phrase the demons militate to absurdity what does that mean
0: yeah it's a phrase that that Kyle Kyle Clement uh, uses and um and it's 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 show it, what basically what it's stating is how the the demon isn't satisfied um with just uh okay i flipped this guy i flipped this politician i flipped this uh, uh this head of household whatever he will militate to an absolute absurd point his his blood for for against against god and, th- and through his hatred of god the children of god who are who have the indelible mark of baptism he will work to absolute absurdity it's almost insatiable the way he works so and, and we see this Um, I have a a friend in in, uh, Virginia that told me that her school district where her her kids were registered had something like 52 different blocks you could check to identify your gender. Oh, boy. That's a good example of the demon militating to absurdity. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're seeing this. We're seeing it play out today. You see the absurd logic uh, uh, in in our political realm. um, But the demon will, will continue to do that. So he's not just content with same sex ideation, he will drive all sorts of, 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 of unholy behavior. And then when he doesn't, when that isn't enough, he'll drive in, you know, this trans, the whole transgenderism, bodily mutilation, um, associated with it. These are, these are some of the ways that he militates to absurdity. So when we see that though, the principle though, is when you see the way it's like, you know, Ernie and I are just old cab scouts. And so, you begin to see patterns on the battlefield. And once you start to see those patterns, you begin to see the pattern breaks and you can also begin to see whatever, whatever worked, uh, he's going to keep going to it because it continues to work, you know? So, so watching whether it's an extreme case that you're dealing with of of possession or high obsession, the demons, his game plan is going to be the same for each one of us.
2: That, that is great. Well said, Dan. Um, Ernie, you want to ask the, Dan the, the next question?
1: Yeah, what is the uh, ample, what is an ample of synchronism and why is it, why is this dangerous?
0: Yeah. So again, um, syncretism is, it's something that we need to be very aware of. It's a blending uh, of, of it's, it's a blending of the holy and the unholy, the clean and the unclean. And what that means is, uh, in, in terms of worship, or or uh the christian faith it's a blending of superstition and pagan um you know earth religions and and pre-christian religion elements into catholicism so so that's what syncretism would would be it's 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 this unholy blending of catholicism or christianity in general with other with other religions and so we see this anywhere from you know Santo muerte where you have instead of um our the, the of guadalupe the new eve mother of the living you've got holy death and a superstitious protection um, of of those doing you know sinful drug drug the whole drug um culture the whole drug uh, um, hierarchy structure uses that for the first for protection superstitious protection but also you start to see blendings between catholics who are blending say uh um, you know Charismatic Catholics that are that are doing um, you know charismatic prayer meetings, but also doing reflexology, invoking external powers to or Reiki that are going to channel energy energies into the meridian from the meridians through the body into chakras. This is these are the unholy blendings that that what some would call white magic. Um, but but it, 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 it Father Gabriel Amorth calls it nonetheless, whether it's white or black, white meaning there's a good end, black meaning there's a dark end, an evil associated, either one he calls uh as recourses to Satan. So this blending of religious elements and not a pure, you know, purely following the tenets, teachings, practices, liturgy of the Roman Catholic faith can 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 also be uh, you know, um use as well Ernie. you've seen you've seen plenty of this i'm sure um you've you've got you know what elements of catholicism candles and statues and invoking padre pio and other things but it's blending with other other elements that are non-christian
1: absolutely sir mm-hmm. absolutely. yeah it's all over i mean in in every society you kind of go into now uh, the new age is just kind of uh just kind of uh, seeped right in and little by little, it's taken. Uh, it's it's what he, it's almost like a, uh, you know, they, they they malform it all of a sudden. It becomes you know perverted in some weird way. Yeah,
2: yeah, and, yeah. You and I think it it it's really pre- prevalent in, in in communities where it's there's low it's low information Catholics. They don't know their faith, so they they just start picking up pieces from different. Um,
0: like hey, I wonder if this works. Yeah, hey, let me try that. See if that works. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but you you know, Ernie, you remember when, when when we were in Iraq, we had bomblets everywhere. You know, um, yeah. un, unexploded uh, ordinances, and and soldiers always get careless and stupid. And there's always one that will say, "Hey, let's play some catch," you know, <laughs> with an unexploded bomblet. Um, and that's what you're doing. You're playing catch with an unexplosive, unexploded bomblet when you're when you're messing with when you're messing with that stuff.
1: Mm. And then they wonder why there there's rules because everything right. blood.
0: Yeah, yeah. The rules are here to protect you. They're not, they're, they're not here to, to suppress you. They're here to protect you. And the same thing with spiritual rules, you know, spiritual yeah. worker rules. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Last question, Dan, what is What is interactive live diabolical activity? Interactive live diabolical.
0: The phrase interactive uh, interactive diabolic activity means that there, it's a give and take. It's a two-way street, whether you know it objectively or not. the demon only works in the objective. He never works in the subjective, what you feel, what you thought you know, what, what your intentions were. He works in the objective. You performed this ritual and you opened the door as a result of it. So, so it's interactive. It's a two-way street. It's not a neutral, you know, you went down this path, you opened the path backwards to you. When you start doing these, these sorts of things, you know, uh, yoga, uh, Reiki, uh, um, certain uh, certain Eastern forms, non-Christian forms of prayer, um, other, other, methodologies for healing that invoke energies outside the body to purify the chakras so-called these pre-christian ideas that's a two-way street when you start to do that whether you intention intended it or not it 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 can it can open pathway for uh, and give a permission to the diabolic be very clear um the demon has no right to any of us if you if you have the mark of baptism indelible mark of baptism by right your soul belongs to god through jesus christ but permissions can be given and they will be taken if you, if you do certain activities.
2: Hmm. Okay. we well, Hey, we're coming up on the end of the show. Any last uh, thoughts, uh, Ernie?
1: No, thank you very much for, uh, um, for me being a fly on the wall here and listening to you guys, you guys, that was one outstanding show. Thank you guys. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm always uh, blown away with, uh, with Di- Dan, uh, Dr. Dan and Kyle, uh, on this uh, war college. So, and know, I thank uh, thank Jesse for allowing me to step in for him, and um, you know, it has been my pleasure. And uh, Dan, uh, Dan, any ex- last comments from you?
0: No, no, I just appreciate I appreciate you guys. You guys keep me fired up uh, to keep doing good work, and I and I just respect the heck out of both you as 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 Christian men and brothers uh, and guys that we're s- sitting in a foxhole together and doing the best we can. that's all, all we can do, and I'm I'm just very grateful uh, for you guys. Yeah.
2: You, well just uh give a plug we're going to be uh having a men's conference out here at the Covina chapel the secret heart chapel on uh, june 18th uh jesse romero terry barber and myself will be giving talks and uh and and uh, we hope to have you come out here you can go on to our website and uh register for the conference and because it will get sold out um you know we've had some good turnouts in the in the past so looking forward to seeing you guys all here and um yeah, we'll just we're still in Easter tide, guys. So let's just keep our our you know prayers up, you know, and uh, and just keep on moving forward, marching forward, man. If we're not going forward, we're going backwards, right?
0: That's right. You got to keep moving forward. Uh, Chesty Puller, famous Marine general, says he says um, uh, we don't retreat. We just attack from a different direction. So, <laughs> so no retreating. You but you might have to. You might have to reconfigure and attack from a different direction but you know there's no neutrality in spiritual life you just got to keep moving forward
2: yeah. you know yep that's it and all right uh, another show in the books it's uh it's great to have been with you guys you uh, you know you guys fire me up so appreciate it stay tuned for hands-on apologetics with gary michuda from the midwest command center so gary's always got some great guests on and uh you'll learn a ton so uh join us on that on that show coming up next thank you for listening thank you if you love uh, what you hear if you share it like it and share it and and uh that's how uh that's how we grow and we thank you for your patronage we are ten seven. we are eow into watch out